You're listening to Be Health Connected, a podcast by the St. Louis Area Business Health Coalition. Your host for today's episode is Lauren Rimsbecker, BHC Senior Director of Member Engagement and Communications. Hello, and welcome back to the BHC's Be Health Connected podcast. Today, we turn our attention to the third and final episode in our three-part series on building resilience in a post-pandemic world. COVID-19 has drastically altered the healthcare environment, including access, delivery, affordability, and patient needs. To dive further into the shifting landscape and the importance of focusing on a whole health approach, I am joined by Stephanie Wojcicki, Regional Vice President of Sales, and Summer Groth, Account Executive, Beacon Health Partnerships for Anthem, Inc. Stephanie and Summer, thank you for spending some time with me and our listeners today. So I think we wanted to start by sharing a little bit more about what Anthem's response has been thus far to the COVID-19 pandemic. Hello, Lauren. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you today. It is hard to believe that we've been in a pandemic for over a year now. Here at Anthem in the state of Missouri, we are privileged to serve over 1.2 million members. And Anthem is a purpose-driven organization. Our purpose is to improve the health of humanity. Every single one of our employees understands this purpose and how the work that they do day in and day out contributes to that purpose. As I reflect on our response to COVID-19, it was centered around our members, our very own employees, uh, the providers that we partner with, and the uh, community at large. We had a coordinated effort in our response, and our immediate priority was making sure that our members could access care. There were shelter-in-place orders. The demand for care was still there, yet we needed to transition and help members see providers virtually. We adapted our tools and our policies to assist our members and providers during this time, and then we leveraged our data analytics to tie it all together. So reflecting back, you know, we took a very personal approach to care, even at the very beginning of the global pandemic. We did this by repositioning our clinical teams and had them reach out to members with what we call check-in calls. Um, We also waived all cost shares for COVID-19 tests and treatments for our fully insured employers and gave that option for our self-insured employers. With respects to the providers, we helped them with funding. Many of them were transitioning to telehealth capabilities. And uh, we also continued on our journey with quality-based programs. We also supported them through uh, giving PPE as they were on the front lines. With respects to our own employees, we immediately transitioned them to work from home to keep them safe and and do our part in the community of reducing the spread of the virus. With respects to the community at large, we worked very closely with 244 local nonprofit organizations to address not only the physical and mental challenges of the pandemic, but also to help eliminate health disparities and economic insecurity through this time, through our parent foundation. 
we uh, repositioned our digital tools, making it very easy for members to evaluate symptoms that they had and also uh, how to access care during this time. Um, additionally, for employers, we developed new products as many were faced with the decision of needing to furlough employees, yet they wanted to retain that talent. So we quickly developed products that were designed around affordability, yet giving those employees access to quality care. And through our advanced data analytics, we uh, designed new reporting that would allow employers to see what the overall impact of COVID-19 was having on their population, identifying, you know, the types of uh, treatments and the number of employees that had high risk during this time. When you fast forward to today, we are in a different place with the pandemic. You know, vaccines are available now versus you know, during the beginning of COVID-19. And some employers today are either transitioning back to the workplace or they're, they're thinking about reopening. And we remain um, committed to helping employers, uh, giving them tools and resources and information around all of this and where we are today with the pandemic. Um, it starts with information about the vaccine, the safety and efficacy of it, and how, how the vaccine was developed itself. We have information on how to transition back to the workplace and, and do it um, safely. And those tools and resources, um, we're using a broad channel approach. So not only do we have this information on our website, but we have microsites available. We have our digital tools um, for members and, and emails. And so there, there's a multitude of uh, channels to access the information. And to bounce off Stephanie's reflections, Lauren, the pandemic really has forever changed the way we think about healthcare, uh, from cost and coverage to the delivery and interactions with providers. Plus, it's played a significant impact on mental health. In 2020, one in four adults reported having symptoms of anxiety or depression versus one in 10 from the year prior. And when we think of the implications this has had on our youth, it's concerning, you know, especially for parents, as 46% have noticed a newer worsening mental health condition for their teens. So our response at Anthem is a whole person approach to care, one that places a strategic focus on delivery models that are digital and virtual first, and which have been accelerated by the pandemic. But to our clinical expertise and team of industry experts, we integrate physical and behavioral services to offer guidance, to build resilience, and find both new and meaningful ways to improve lives and focus on a person's whole health. And with whole health, it really does start from within. You know, your mental wellness is just as important as your physical health. It takes me back to the simple lessons heard since childhood, like brush your teeth before bed, or don't crack your knuckles, you'll get arthritis. And one of my favorites, toads cause warts. Well, now some of them might make us laugh and be questionable as adults, but what we do know is that keeping tabs on how our body is running physically is just as important as being aware of how we're doing mentally. Since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, what an awesome reminder to pause 
and check in with ourselves. How are you feeling? What can you do to support those around you? Like lifting weights, going golfing, or simply sitting in your favorite chair to read a book while you've been wanting to dig into this for so long, you know, finding ways to take care of your mind can lay the foundation for whole health and wellness success. Another topic we wanted to focus on today was the idea around how the pandemic has been shifting access to care. So can you elaborate a little bit more on how that is changing in the current environment? I really believe it's heightened the focus on both affordability and access to care. You know, today members want the peace of mind that they have the care and coverage they need when they need it. In an anthem, we're utilizing data and insights to know more about community health factors. Because the better we can drive relevant engagement, meaningful inter interventions, and more effective treatments, means our members can live healthier, happier, and longer lives. You know, non-clinical care conditions, including social and economic drivers of health, account for more than 80% of an individual's health outcomes. These are core to our business. And at Anthem, we know our customers look to us as a trusted partner in health to help navigate the healthcare system. We also recognize the shift seen in today's workforce as business leaders realize the defined relationship between mental health and performance. For every dollar that employers invest in scaling up treatment for common mental disorders, they see a return of $4 in improved health and productivity. And specific to Missouri, Trends have shown that millennials with ongoing behavioral health conditions like ADHD and SUDS were twice as likely to have a chronic physical condition as their peers without a behavioral health diagnosis. You know, Lauren, the critical market insights really do show us today the staggering direct and indirect cost of mental health and why improving access to mental health services is the number two priority for employers behind adding virtual care solutions. When I think of performance, this is the core element and employers are understanding this and they're addressing mental health as an important step towards achieving success. But Stephanie, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, our immediate priority was making sure that our members had access to care. We were seeing an immediate shift from in-person visits to virtual care. And in fact, we, we were watching our numbers and experienced a 15% adoption in telehealth over the prior year. And telehealth has been around for some time. That's the silver lining in COVID is the increase in adoption, a way to access care in a different way that is convenient. And over the summer, we, we conducted a survey to see how many members were accessing care this way for the first time. And it was 50% of the members that were utilizing telehealth were telling us that this was their first time accessing care this way. And additionally, 86% of seniors had their first visit through telehealth. This was as of June of 2020. So we'll continue to provide access to care virtually and educate our members on how to access that conveniently through their Sydney app. What we've been able to do is really accelerate provider and members getting more comfortable with telehealth. And I don't know about you, Lauren and Stephanie, but Zoom is a household name among my family. And I sense the popularity is growing. It's becoming more and more woven into everything we do and for all ages. 
Like what started as a joke during the highest of pandemic is now a common digital tool and a choice among consumers. From Folgers pants and coffee commercial that reminds viewers to keep their camera aimed up high to now being used regularly across our nation's schools while our children practice distance learning. You know, from children to the elderly, we're seeing the comfort levels increase here with the ease of use which drives the shift in digital care and confirms why it's the first choice among consumers for doctor's appointments. Recognizing the shifts in care helps us meet members where they are at. And at Atham, we do this through assortment of tools, programs, and providers. And simply through this BHD podcast, it's a great way for folks to get credible information and resources. For myself, I don't always wanna talk with a provider. Sometimes I just wanna to listen to the professionals so being able to gain what can otherwise be scarce resources or even credible information from sources like this podcast is really a solid way in which we at Anthem are meeting members' needs where they want to be met. And looking to the future, do you expect this trend in digital health to continue moving forward? I do believe we can expect to see a shift to digital. Really, we're already seeing folks changing the way they interact with the health system, which is especially true of behavioral health. In fact, many of Anthem's BH network providers recognized the digital shift in the industry during the pandemic and adopted telehealth services. You know, fast forward to today, 98% of outpatient providers plan to continue to use telehealth post-pandemic because it's just as comparable effective, and even what some argue is better than in-person visits. You know, in 2020, Anthem introduced digital services that help users weigh their risk for COVID-19, virtually connect them with a provider, and help them identify testing sites. I think of a recent conversation I had with a peer who shared that last spring she was experiencing COVID-19 symptoms and just wasn't sure if she should go to the ER especially with all the capacity issues of hospitals at that time. Well, through encouragement and gentle pushing of her colleagues, she ended up downloading our Sydney Care app to determine what she should do. Through the click to chat option, she consulted with a doctor and it turned out simply that she had springtime allergies, which was new to her, but made sense because she had just moved to a different state. So with stories like these, Lauren, that create new customers, and confirm the shift we're noticing around digital approaches. And Stephanie has solid expertise to share specific to Anthem's digital goals and how we're uniquely positioned to lead the shift in care. Just as we're seeing a continuation of use and and demand for virtual care, we're also seeing that related to digital. Anthem's digital goals are aligned with this shift and engagement Um, In January of 2020, we had more digital interactions with our health plan members over the prior year um, in a telephonic setting. And continuing with that trend uh, more recently, the people that are registered with our Sydney Health uh, application, we had 2 million more digital interactions by phone in April of 21 versus March of 21. That's a 113% year-over-year increase in digital interactions for people that are registered with our Sydney application. 
Now, earlier on, we were talking a little bit about whole health, and I'd love to hear more about what that looks like at Anthem and why this approach to care is so important in the healthcare industry today. At Anthem, our medical division works in concert with our behavioral health division to build a whole health bridge to ensure that our members have the health resources they need. As we know, medical issues can sometimes present psychological needs and vice versa. So our goal is to empower the member with the resources they need in order to treat the whole condition. Additionally, our clinicians are fully coordinated between behavioral health, physical health, uh, even through pharmacy. This not only leads to better health outcomes, but it also helps lower costs overall. And I specifically think of Maslow's hierarchy. You need to look at an individual holistically to understand their needs and the needs lower down in the hierarchy must be satisfied before the individuals can attend to needs higher up. So if someone does not know where their next meal is coming from or how they will pay their next month's rent, then their needs are simply not met. Anthem recognizes this within the community and addresses from an individual holistic perspective. We are advancing total person care by taking an integrated approach across physical, emotional, and financial health. Our predictive risk modeling, which uses data, precision insights, and real-time connection to enable earlier identification and outreach, we're engaging folks with deeper needs at the right time and delivering an intuitive, seamless experience that allows them to get the need, help that they need when they need it. You know, Lauren, behavioral health is a critical component of whole health, and it's more than just an illness. I find we're seeing the stigma decrease as folks are becoming more comfortable talking about mental health. This past weekend specifically, I was watching the NBA playoffs, and never before have I seen as much awareness shown to mental health month, the resources surrounding this crisis, or even the acknowledgement from players and coaches alike on respecting that sometimes it's okay to not be okay. Addressing mental health is an important step towards achieving success. It also helps create healthy spaces to support those around us. 87% of adults recognize that having a mental health disorder is nothing to be ashamed of, as do caregivers who on average spend 32 hours per week providing support to loved ones. So there's comfort being gained in the increased awareness of mental illness, finding the right kind of help and seeking the appropriate treatment. Just as we don't hesitate to help others protect themselves from the virus by getting the COVID-19 vaccine, we shouldn't hesitate to protect someone from the mental health side effects of the pandemic. And the reason why is because three in four providers believe that pandemic has not just had a large impact on behavioral health of the average American, but also believe that there will be mental health repercussions that will last at least three years from now. The state of the nation's mental health report dives deeper into this and the state-specific associations too. And if interested in learning more, this can all be found on anthem.com. That's such an important message to end with. And I think it's safe to say that as we get back to the new normal, we really do need to consider what the new healthcare is going to look like as well. And we really appreciate you both spending some time with us today to shed some light on those opportunities. Do you have any parting words for our audience to consider? We remain committed to improving the lives and the communities in which we serve. 
we not only live and work in Missouri, but we're part of the community. So our pledge is to continue to be that trusted resource for our employers, our employees, uh, members, our providers, and the community at large. Thank you so much for having us here today. Thank you for listening to the Be Health Connected podcast. For additional episodes or to learn more about employer resources available through the St. Louis Area Business Health Coalition, please visit www.stlbhc.org.